Chiefs won the Super Bowl while we were there. And that was incredible spending it with other people who didn't even speak English. They had no idea who the Chiefs were, but they were just as excited as we were. Like they were like, yeah, gee, it was so cute. And Welcome to the Big Ask Podcast, where no ask is ever too big. I'm Tara Renzi. And I'm Brooke Run. We are on a mission to give women confidence to rise and be bold, ask for what they desire, and be who they came to be. But if you want all that, you're going to have to put a little ask into it. We know that all asks come in different shapes and sizes, but the bigger the ask, the bigger the win. Welcome to the Big Ask Podcast. in Kansas are a lot. <laughs> yes, they are actually today. So, so let's talk about this for a moment. Two days ago, it's 60 degrees, 60 yeah. degrees. I was with no coat on, short sleeves. My kids are playing outside. Today, it's 15, oh, 15. God. So you want it's, to talk about your mood sway, swings. It's like changing <laughs> with the weather, right? Yeah. I mean, all my whole body because I do, I mean, I feel it like my body just, and the barometric pressure and everything like that. But it's been a good start to the year. The weather here is kooky, but uh, Brooke and I both got to Mexico, which was nice. We got some, you know, sunshine and just not having to wear a coat and just to be outside. Oh, it was magical. It was the heat. Here's the thing. I would rather be really hot and sweaty and like just feeling the heat beaming on me than ever be cold. Like yeah. cold is not my jam. Everybody, like people tell me, they're like, I love the cold weather. I'm like, what? I can't stand the cold weather. Like in Mexico, like I consciously was aware of the heat because I wanted to like bottle it up and remember it. Yes. Know? Yes. Yeah. I am too. I mean, I don't like super hot, but I don't mind hot if I'm in the shade. I just don't yeah. like to be in the beating sun, yeah. but yeah, I would choose hot and, you know, warm weather over cold any day. Same, same. Well, we had a great trip. It was so much fun. We went with a couple of other couples and we drank till basically there was no liquor left in Mexico. And <laughs> we had so much fun. And the Chiefs won the Super Bowl while we were there. And that was incredible spending it with other people who didn't even speak English. They had no idea who the Chiefs were, but they were just as excited as we were. Like they were like, yeah, gee, it was so cute. And I mean, it was just a memory we'll never forget. So yeah. it was really fun. But we were a different resort than you, and they had a huge Super Bowl party set up, and it was so fun. So, yeah. so fun. Yeah. And I'm really I'm excited. Yeah. So we're going to talk about a really fun topic today, which is really how you and I have lived our lives, you know, especially as entrepreneurs and how we create and how we bring things into our awareness and how we really manifest things into our world. And you have had a lot of really just kick-ass things happening in your life. And so like, what's been going on in your world? Like, what have you been manifesting? Who have you been working with? Who are you going to be working with? Like some really big shit is happening for you. So, yeah, you know, I do... I totally believe in manifestation and the power of manifestation. And, you know, during the pandemic, I basically hit rock bottom in my business, you know, because the, there was no events, there was nothing to keynote speak at. And it, and it was kind of this defining moment where 
I realized that, hey, this is my calling to help other people be who they came to be, create, own, and design the life that they deserve and desire. And how do we do that? It's by manifesting the things that are most fulfilling and most important in our lives. And so at that point in time for me, which has been three years now, which is really crazy to think that that was three years ago, um, that right three years ago, right? 2020. Yeah. yeah. I have to like, I have to check myself. Um, that I really just started dreaming really big for myself and just uh, um, like imagining, visualizing, and then putting in the work and just being patient with how things happen every day. And I remember it was kind of around the holidays. I told you, I was like, gosh, I feel like I'm manifesting some really, really big things in my business. Mm -hmm. And so in December, I decided to join a mastermind, which was a huge investment for my business. You know, it's a $12,000 investment. Like that's not a, like, that's not a small investment, but I do feel like when we invest in ourselves, the universe really does reward us, right? It shows us like, Hey, you were worth this investment. And so I've been doing a bunch of other stuff. And then I decided to, to, to take this mastermind, which really just kind of, I feel like it like opened up this portal in the universe for all this like great stuff to start happening. And I booked some of the biggest clients um, that I've ever had. I was, you know, I did three different events um, in January. Um, I just wrapped up a huge project with T-Mobile doing their day of learning and helping their, um, their, employees become mentally fit through emotional intelligence, which I know I don't talk a lot about, but I am an emotional intelligence practitioner. And everything I always do and talk about is really grounded in emotional intelligence, which is being mentally fit and understanding how we're showing up on a daily basis and presenting. And then um, I'm going to be working with Aflac um, after spring break and just a lot of other uh, events and, you know, Nashville and all kinds of stuff happening. But it's been a really, I mean, I've been manifesting all of this, honestly, since 2018. Mm -hmm. So it's not like this just poof, like you don't just manifest, you're not like, I'm going to manifest this. It's not like you have a, you know, a magic wand, but you have to stay the course, believe, and um, really be patient with what you want in your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what people don't even really, like people, a lot of people don't realize is they think like manifesting is like everything in the future, right? And they think, okay, I'm going to receive this thing and I'm going to be really, really happy when I get this thing. It's going to fulfill me. But one of the things you talk about all the time and people need to understand is manifestation is really about feeling the fulfillment and being fulfilled in your life right in the here and now. Mm -hmm. And when you can honestly feel like fulfilled in the here and now, you realize that like everything you already want is yours, right? Like everything we truly want is yours, but you have to like be happy and be fulfilled in this moment before you're going to receive these manifestations. Like it's really true. Like if, if you are looking for something to fulfill you or make you happy, then it's never going to come to you. You're not going to be a magnet for those things. So that's why I love like when you teach, you've got to be fulfilled. That's why I feel like for Tara, you're a magnet for so many things because you are so fulfilled in your life without all the external things. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, yeah. Like fulfillment is really just being happy in this present moment, like being fulfilled and all the things that you really want will be truly magnetized to you. Yeah. And I, I mean, I believe this. Yes. I yes. Me Martha Beck stuff. She talks a lot about um, abundance versus scarcity mode. Mm -hmm. And I actually had the good fortune to hear her speak once. And she started moving into this manifestation abundance, right? Where you just feel like one, there's enough success for everyone. We're not vying for positive energy or success. You know, everyone is, I mean, I believe everyone's predestined to do something really extraordinary. If you can figure out 
what fulfills you and then how to stay the course of that because fulfilling things right. aren't easy right? they require a lot of things out of us um but she started talking about when she finally like got into this like manifestation abundance mode she's like things just started showing up and i'd be like oh and she's like it was almost like this like i'd hear this little blink, and it would be like oh wow this just happened like oh my gosh like and it was the more that she lived by this the more things just started happening. I saw, um, I think I posted it the other day. I shared it with you that the girl who was like, just start telling yourself like good things, good things happen to me. Yes. It's, it's a little as like you pull into target and you get a front row spot and you're like, Oh my gosh, good things are happening to me. Yes. This is the power of visual visualization, the power of really emotional intelligence, positive intelligence. And instead of self-sabotaging and constantly thinking negatively, we move into this abundance, positive mentality, and it totally shifts our entire life, our lifestyle, the way we show up, our relationships, our work, our success, everything. Yeah. Well, it's like, it goes to say, like the saying is whatever you give out is what you receive, right? So if you're like mm -hmm. putting out this energy of like, oh my gosh, like abundance and abundance can be like, you're simply, you know, standing in Starbucks and somebody's buys you a coffee, you know, like it can be simply like you said, pulling into the parking lot or you are the first person in line at the grocery store. Like things like that, you have to start with those little things and be really grateful and be like, oh my gosh, like, and recognize it. You have to acknowledge those things, right? And it's like the energy. And when you can live in that energy, you're a magnet. Like I can feel that energy right now inside of me. And I'm like, that is such a cool feeling, you know? Yeah. Like even just talking about it. And then things are literally magnetized to that energy. But if you're in your mind, always thinking about like all the things that are not happening for you or all the things that are going wrong in your life or all these things that we play in our mind because we think we're a thoughts or we're not, then that's the energy you're going to attract, you know? So we right. really have to get out of our minds, get more in our heart and our body and live in the feeling of gratitude, abundance and fulfillment. And we literally are magnets to like everything we truly want. Like, right. here's the thing. God wants us to have everything we've ever wanted. He wants us to believe and live in abundance. And he yeah. believes, in the Bible, it says this, if you believe you already have it, then you do. Right. And I feel like all of us, like, we have to have that switch in the mind to start believing and living in a way that, like, our life is freaking awesome. You know, I was going to say the F word, but our life is freaking awesome, you know? <laughs> the explicit on our um it's yeah i always click explicit whenever we do a podcast together yeah but you know we have to take that switch in our mind that is like wow you know i woke up today like my kids are healthy you know i have a warm house to live in i drive up you know my i have a car like it starts with those type of things and when you can get into the here and now of that mindset of feeling so grateful and fulfilled with your life literally shit will start happening for you yeah like, it's it like does. Okay, more, 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 you know, but it's a mindset shift. Right. Well, so many people really do live in scarcity mode. They live in um, fear mode. They, uh, you know, uh, aren't mentally fit at all. I mean, they just consistently self-sabotage. Um, you know, Brooke and I went through the positive intelligence training last year. Last year, around this time, I think is when yeah. we started it. And I ended up going on and getting certified as a coach. And it, I'm not coaching. I just, I use it for speaking. Um, but if you haven't read the Positive Intelligence book by Shirzad Shamin, that's one that we just highly recommend to you guys. Go take the free saboteurs assessment because it's very interesting. And the cool thing about the saboteurs assessment is it really can throw you into a manifestation abundance mode as soon as you acknowledge and understand your saboteurs or what are your self-sabotaging thoughts? So mine, my saboteurs are uh, hyperachiever, 
and uh, controller, which is an interesting one. I've actually been able to tame that one significantly and it's not in my top two anymore. So my top two are now hyperachiever and pleaser because I've been mindful of this control saboteur that I have that didn't really show up that I need to be in control, but that I take control of situations. And that's when I get impatient is because things didn't seem in line or in control. So I would just be like, here's what we're going to do. And I remember Ben was like, mom, I'm going to give you some advice. You really need to work on your patience. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, do. I mean, I, I do, but being mindful of these saboteurs now and how they show up um, has really allowed me to start manifesting a lot of better things in my life because I, I can, I hear them and I'm like, Oh, hi. Oh, hi, old friend. I know what you're trying to do to me right now. And I'm going to extinguish you. Yeah. What were yours? Uh, mine was high achiever. And then it was like the one, like the calm one. I don't know which one that was. I can't remember, but the one who, I don't know, definitely high achiever. I would say that one. And I don't know what the second one was, but you're right. Like everything happens when we can become more self-aware and just have the awareness of what's going on in our mind and why we're reacting in a certain way. And just having any sense of awareness, we can start creating change. Yeah. Like the thing is so many people are not self-aware. Like they don't even realize, yeah, that they have this basic recorder, the CV, the CD that's playing in their head over and over and over again, right? And they keep thinking, why am I keep getting the same results? It's because your thoughts aren't changing. Like you're not even aware of the thoughts that are in your mind and then your behavior is matching it. And then you're putting out that energy and then you want to create these manifestations and they're not coming to you because you're putting all these things out into the universe that are not creating that magnetic energy towards you, you know? And so you have to become really self-aware. And once you become self-aware, I mean, it's just like a Pandora's box. Don't you think like, yeah, I mean, self-awareness is, you know, one of the key emotional intelligence traits that high achievers are very in tune with, you know, they're aware of their thoughts, ideas, emotions, reactions, how they show up. And not only that, how they impact every other person in the room, right? That energy that they give off. You were saying, you know, those people, like if you ever met someone with that it factor where they just walk in and you're like magnetic, you're like, yes. who is this person? You just feel it. Yes. That person, I guarantee you, has a very high self-awareness yep. as well as the ability from that self-awareness to self-regulate, like how they act in any given situation. Like, are they, you know, impulsive? Like all those things, which really comes from, again, high emotional intelligence, high positive intelligence, which then allows you to manifest and have really kick-ass things happen in your life. That's right. I agree. Like you look at the people, like think about just social media, for instance, right? Like you look at these people, like these women, and I do, that are making a huge difference. Like they're speaking, they're doing all these things and they're having these events, which Tara and I are going to have one too, you know, um, mm -hmm. because we want to spread this to the world. Like we want women to become aware of their behaviors and the self-sabotaging things that we do on a daily basis, especially with all the different roles that we play as wives, moms, everything, right? And we get so in our head, we have these desires, we have these things that we truly want in our lifetime. And I'm telling you, they are there, like they're right in front of you. You just mm -hmm. have to literally change this, become more aware of your thoughts, of your actions, who you're being. And then when you can get control of those things, then you can start creating the life that you truly want, you know? Right. It goes back to visualization, so much of it. You know, I remember when I first started working uh, with my coach, who I'm not currently working with, but I worked with her for a couple of years when I was really making the transition out of corporate, out of social selling, into running my own business. And I would tell her, I was like, 
I have these uh, visions of myself on a stage speaking, but I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. And she said, you do. She's like, the words are there. Like everything, the message is there. You just haven't manifested it yet. But you, the fact that you can see yourself and I would, I'd see myself delivering these epic keynotes on these big stages. And this was when I first started out. I hadn't even written the content yet. She's like, it's all there. Just keep doing the work, keep showing up every day. And eventually you will have all the words. And you know, what's really interesting. Sometimes before I go on stage, I'm like, holy shit, this is a 60 minute keynote. Like, am I going to remember what to say? Uh-huh. And it's all there. Like I don't yeah. ever memorize scripts. Um, yeah. And so it's just really curious how that works. I did a, um, I've been trying to work with my boys on visualization because I just, you know, I, I say like before they, they'll miss a free throw and I'll yell out, see it, you know, see it. And then they'll make the next one. Yeah. Cause they'll actually see themselves making the shot. And I read this right. really cool study about basketball players and how they had one group of them actually practice, make, practice free throws they had one group not do anything and they had a third group visualize themselves making 53 free throws yeah and the people who actually made the free throws and visualized did about the same and then they combined those two together and when they were practicing and visualizing like their results were astronomically higher because they were making the shots they were seeing themselves make the shots versus seeing themselves miss the shots yeah Yeah. It's so fascinating. Like I love visualization. So I actually just booked my first workshop, which I'm having in March. It's a like 40 plus women. It's all, they're all in the financial industry. And before this happened, I was visualizing myself on stage as well, like more doing like workshop type settings. And I was like, holy shit, like all of a sudden I get a phone call and they're like, hey, would you be interested in teaching a branding workshop for our, um, you know, women in, in finance? And I'm like, yeah. Well, I've never done anything like this before, right? So literally I have woke up five or six times with the most vivid dreams of me on stage speaking to these women and saying all these incredible things. And that I booked that, like that, um, that speaking engagement probably what, two months ago, I think you and I talked about it. And even since that, I got booked at, I have evolved so much as a, as a businesswoman, as a person and in the branding space of my business, that the delivery of what I've been, I'm going to show them is going to be like mind blowing in my mind, you know, because I have visualized the things I'm going to be saying. I have visualized these women sitting there. I have, I have visualized me on stage and what I'm going to be teaching and how I want them to feel. And it really is like visualization. If you can visualize yourself, like creating the life that you want, even just like in your marriage, like how do you want your marriage to look, you know, visualize what that looks like on a daily basis, you know, like it's so powerful when you can actually like think of those things in your mind and create, because when you can do that, then all of your actions align with it. Like you start really creating that life, you know? So true. Yeah. You know, if you think you can or you think you can't, it, you are 100% right. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember one time I was at this uh, workshop and they did this thing they, where they were like, hey, they wanted a couple people to come up on stage. And they asked, they said, I want you to, how far do you think you can jump? Mm-hmm. And, you know, people would set their mark and they all hit their mark. Mm-hmm. And then they said, okay, well, now we're going to ask you to jump this much further. And they were like, oh my gosh, there's no way. And everyone always cleared the second line. Yeah. And it just goes to show that the mind limits our possibilities 100%. so much, but we don't want to fail, right? We're so afraid that, oh, if I'm on the stage and I say I can jump this far and I can't do it, I'll look stupid. But this is really the power of visualization is like, yeah, you're going to go to this event next month and you're going to do this kick-ass workshop. And I'm sure you're going to be scared because it's going to be your first one. And you're going to be like, oh, yeah. how, 
practice every day by visualizing what you did and you're going to get out of there and you're going to probably be like, shit, I wish I would have done this different. And then that's all part of the manifestation for the next thing and the next thing. And like, I always remind people like, you're never going to be ready. You're right. never going to be like, I'm a hundred percent because there's always something that like an up level, right? Like right. there's always a chance for an up level, but you just have to show up and put in the work. Yeah. And the other thing, so talking about up level. So what I teach, like what I coach a lot of my clients around is up leveling and growing can be, fucking painful. Like, let's just call it for what it is. Like, it can be awful. Like, literally, you can feel like you're having the flu. You can feel like your head has the worst brain fog ever. You can feel like, what the hell? And you, because your mind literally wants to keep you safe. Like, that's the whole, that's the whole job of what your mind is, is to keep you safe, right? So it tricks you to believe to like, stay in familiarity and not move forward. So like up leveling and growing is the most painful experience ever. The thing is, is when you can actually tell your mind that like, I know this is an up level, I know this is a growth, there is so much beauty on the other side of it. I yes. have experienced so many ego deaths. I have experienced so many things in the last two years of becoming a coach that it was, I, I, I wanted to give up like a hundred times, you know? And I know if you experience this too, yeah. it's like, oh my God, what the hell is this? But I promise you there's beauty on the other side. Like there's beauty and so much growth on the other side of an up level. Right. So I feel like when you can label what it is, it just makes things so much easier to get through it. Don't you agree? I agree. And, you know, even some of these bigger projects that I've been working on, like there's been times where I've been frustrated and pissed and honestly, like all these things. And I had to remind myself, like, this is because you're growing. Like, yep. this is because this isn't what you've been doing and you're getting pushed. And, yep. you know, um, it, and, and then it's kind of like, oh, my God, like I, I did do this. And I we've talked about this a lot, like that sometimes I'm like, I don't even know how I wrote this book. Mm -hmm. Like. And my mom and I, you know, we just released our children's book. And sometimes I'm like, when did we do this? Like, because that's how the work is coming, right? I mean, it just comes and it never feels like, I don't, I don't know. It's just really interesting. And one of the things I, um, it never feels, I guess, like a grind, even though there's times where I'm just like struggling off my ass, like everything feels like I'm running through mud. Yeah. Um, but I think that's when you know that you're in like these manifest manifestation areas. And one thing I will tell people also is that sometimes all my body will be telling me that you're man I'm manifesting something because I just get so tired. Yeah. I want to lay around. I don't want to do things. I want and I think it's because my body, it's like it's like the, the world's like prepping my mind. It's giving my body the rest of my mind, even though it might not feel like it is actually producing all these things, you know, because I'll lay down for an hour where I normally wouldn't have. And during that hour, it's like crazy things come to me. Oh yeah. Because yeah. my body has physically been like, I'm done so that you can, your mind and your creativity can manifest something. That's right. Yeah. That's, so that's another thing. I just had this conversation with my private clients yesterday and she's like, I'm just so tired. I'm so tired. I said, well, what have you done? She's like, well, I'm trying to work. I said, no. Like you have to honor your body. Like you have to go take a nap. And when you can honor yourself and honor and, and like do what your body needs, like if you need to go outside for a walk or whatever, you will get the craziest downloads of inspiration. Oh, crazy. Like, yes. like crazy. Like it will just come to you versus like, like trying to create from here. You really are starting to create from here because you're honoring your body and taking the nap. And it's like, okay, cool. You honored what I wanted. So guess what? Here's some inspiration, you know, yeah. here's some download because that rest is going to fuel and give you what you need, you know? So mm -hmm. I, I was telling her that last night, yesterday, I was like, you have got to take a rest. And I promise you, when you can take like just even 15 minutes, you'll get exactly what you need. Yeah. It's, you it's, know? that is probably one of the most beautiful pieces of advice that 
people really need to lean into because it is not how the U.S. is wired. Right. It's not how we are wired here. It, I mean, it is hustle, 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 hustle. I yeah. do think the pandemic fundamentally has changed the workforce. I mean, it's why there's all these people leaving their jobs and saying, I don't want to work like this. It's because we cannot be the best versions of ourselves and really tap into our creativity, talents, gifts, you know, everything that we have if we are on a treadmill 24 seven. Yep. Yep. That's right. And that's where like, so we were, I was also, I'm bringing her up a lot because the, the conversation I had with her yesterday, which pretty mind blowing, like I left the conversation and she did too. And we were like, what the hell just happened? Like it was <laughs> incredible. I love that. What I was talking to her about is, you know, she was putting so much pressure on herself, which I feel like we do, especially as Americans, right? Like we actually live to work, yes. versus, you know, work to live. You know what I'm saying? Is that the right way to say it? I think yes. it is. Yeah. So anyway, I was telling her and she was like, I just feel like I want to make this amount of money. I want to create this, this, this for myself and blah, blah, blah. And I said, you've got to drop all the pressure. If you are working to make the money, you're not serving your clients. Like you're not serving your people. You're not serving your audience on social media, right? You have to lead with the mission. And I think that's what really gets us out of the exhaustion, the brain fog, the like, like when you wrote your books, right? Because you were leading with a mission. Like you have a mission, a purpose for these, for these books. Like, and it's to change, you know, these women to live and be who they came to be. And it's to tell these children, which the book is incredible, by the way. Maverick oh, loves book. I love that video you said yeah. to him. Reading and. Yeah. yeah. But all of it was like about, you know, for him to understand he needs to be who he came to be. He's not to be the other bees. Like right. Rick is to be who he came to be. And so anyway, this whole, there's a whole mission and purpose behind what you're doing, Tara. You know, just like with my client yesterday, there's a purpose. And we have to learn to drop the pressure of what society has put on us, especially financial responsibility and start serving our people. Yeah. You know? And so that's what I was telling was lead with your mission. And I feel like that just makes so, things so much easier when we're trying to manifest and we're trying to create these big things in our life. The money will come. Right. The success will come. But you have to lead with the purpose and the mission and how to serve. So before we wrap, I have a quote I want to share. And then I, but I have a question for you because this happens to me sometime. And maybe you can help help me with this. But um, sometimes I feel like there's things I know I should like, you know, so let's say like practicing um, keynotes before I should go out or um, I, I get this like almost like resistance feeling with inside of me of like, I don't want to practice it. I don't want to do it. I don't, even though I know I need to. So sometimes I change it up. Like instead of practicing it, I'll go watch video mm -hmm. or I'll read through it or I'll, I literally will sometimes just meditate on it. But what is this resistance inside of me? Like I literally sometimes feel this internal resistance of when I know sometimes there, I know there is shit that I need to do but there's something inside of me resisting doing the work. <laughs> yeah. It's because like our mind just wants to keep us safe. You know, our mind just wants to keep us like in this place of safety. And I feel like if you just kind of like leaned into it and went into a space of, you know what, I am going to practice. Like, thank you mind for this reminder to keep me safe and keep me where I'm in, the, in this place right now. But I know that I need to do this. I know that I need to, create. I need that I need to go and practice this you have to train the mind to think differently. I have so much resistance around going live. I have so much resistance on showing up live on like Facebook and Instagram and all of those things. It makes me a nervous wreck. I don't know why, like I get sweaty pits. Like I just feel like completely nauseous, right? Mm -hmm. But I have to start training my mind to let go of that resistance because I know that's what I need to do to show up to be most powerful. 
And for you, like if you train your mind to believe, like I know by doing this, I'm going to present even more powerfully in my keynotes. I'm going to be able to show up even bigger when I'm presenting this. We have to train the mind. It's that resistance to keep us safe, to keep us like in that same spot, the familiarity. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. And I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with that resistance right now. Cause you know, I've been trying to write my um, third book, which is I know. the third book now. High uh, achiever, high achiever. <laughs> me. The, uh, perfectly flawed is the name of it. And you know, I've written, I've got all the chapters laid out. I've gotten shelves of a lot of the chapters and now I'm in this massive amount of resistance mm-hmm. of like, every time I go to write it, I either find something else to do. I say, fuck it. I'm just, I'm not going to do it. I say, this is, or I say, this book is going to suck. This is stupid. All these things, but you know what? So we're going on spring break and the boys ski every day and I am going to move out of the resistance and I'm going to just, I'm going to write. Like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have a glass of champagne every yep. morning. <laughs> yep. Write with champagne. Yep. I love it. Add it with water. <laughs> yep. I'm going to just give myself the freedom to write. Maybe it'll suck. Maybe it won't. Right. What's really cool is what you can do. And this is what like I do for myself when I feel that resistance and it's like, okay, I have to get out of my head. Like I literally tell my head, thank you. Like I appreciate the warning. I appreciate you wanting to keep me right here because you know, that's safe, but I'm not playing with that anymore. So I literally like get in my body, get in my heart and I start just creating. And when I can do that, I almost get lost in the creation. And so like, I see that happening for you when you guys are on your spring break, like you'll just say, thank you. Like, thank you for the resistance trying to keep me here. But I'm not playing that. Like, I'm going to get here in my heart. I know what this book is meant to do. And you'll just get lost in creation. Yeah. You know? And lately, I've had some really big signs. Like, uh, I was getting my hair done. And I was listening to my hairdresser. She was, she's got little kids. And she was saying all these things. And I was like, oh, my God, this is why I've got to write this book. Yes. And then with myself, you know, turning 46 and aging and all this stuff, I'm like, this is why I've got to write this book. Mm-hmm. Because the, the whole, that's the notion of the book is perfectly flawed, right? It's like, right. hey we are all perfectly flawed. Like you are never going to be some perfect, immaculate, perfect version of yourself ever. No. No. We are meant to have flaws and that's what makes us beautiful. And that's what makes relationships beautiful. And it really is what makes life interesting yeah. is that it's not just this. I mean, imagine if everything in life was always perfect, right? It would be, we would have no sense of like all the other emotions and feelings and everything that come with, with life. And so I have been getting a lot of signs of like, Stop the resistance. Just go for it. Yeah. I'm really excited for this book because coming from somebody who has struggled with perfectionism my entire life, like I, you know, was basically, I was raised by my dad and if I was perfect and I was quiet and I just kind of like set there like a good girl, then I was rewarded. Right. That was love. Right. And so when I, as I grew up, I realized that, okay, I just sit here and be perfect and just not say the wrong things. Then, you know, I will be rewarded. But what I'm noticing now is that for me, where I am most powerful is when I speak, right? Is when I actually get out and do the things. But I struggle so much with perfectionism in my mind. Do I need to look perfect? Am I going to say the right words? Am I going to mess up? That it has held me back so much in my business. Right. So I am really looking forward to this book because the reality is we all hold us back or hold ourselves back in so many ways because we struggle with the persona to want to be perfect. And perfection doesn't live here. Right. Like nobody's perfect, you know. Right. So I'm really excited. Read, um, the priest read the definition of perfect, mm-hmm. which means that if something's working perfectly, it's doing what it's supposed to be doing, right? It's not like it, literally that's what it means. Like it's just doing what it's supposed to be doing. And so I think that 
I've, I've, I've thought so much about that. And Scott and I've talked about that for our marriage all the time. Like our marriage is right. It's perfectly flawed in that we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, but it's, we're still married. We're going through the things. And like, anyways, the message was like, and that's what a marriage is. Like a marriage is not a, you know, happy bed of roses the whole time. Like you are, you are doing life with this person. That's right. And so that is perfect. If you're doing life with that person and you're doing it to the best of your ability and, you know, all the things that go into a a good marriage of being patient and kind and loving and tenacious and all those things, forgiving, then it works perfectly. If you're showing up, it's perfect. Yeah. You know, I want to leave everyone with one quote here just because it's my favorite. It's probably my favorite quote ever. Um, And it's a quote by Michelangelo. And when they asked him about the statue of David, which he carved that statue in his 20s, and it took him three years to carve the statue. And um, they said, how did you do it? And he said, I saw the angel in the marble and I carved until I set him free. And I just think that that is the most beautiful statement on manifestation and visualization. You know, he saw this big piece of marble and he saw the angel in there. And I think about this all the time of like everyone like has an angel inside of you that you just have to chip away at every day. You have to visualize the person that you want to become the person, you know, be proud of who you are at this moment and then just keep chipping away at the person that you came to be. And that is like manifesting something absolutely amazing. And I just, I love that quote so much because I think about it and with my life, with my kid's life all the time of like, there, there's an angel in this marble. Like we just got to keep chipping. Yeah. You got to keep chipping. Like if you can see the beauty in your life and really just appreciate and be grateful for the fact that you woke up today, the fact that you're breathing, like living in fulfillment of in the present and the now, everything you want is right there already. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Love it. So manifest Your big ask is to manifest some big stuff in your life and let us know like let us know let i guarantee you it will start showing up little things just little things start showing up first and then um when you start getting scared and like freaked out a little bit that's when the big stuff is coming that's right that's right i can feel it all right guys have a great afternoon thanks for listening to the biggest podcast we promise not to keep you waiting for so long until our next episode thanks for tuning in thanks guys have a great day